0: Learn how to build your faith in God's Word and live a life of hundred percent victory, hundred percent of the time, as you will listen to the Senior Pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. God,
1: thank you for being our covering, for being our protector, for being our provider. We give you worship. We give you praise, we give you adoration, in Jesus' mighty name, we have worship.
0: Woo! Come on, give the Lord a big, big, big praise.
1: Hallelujah. Shake somebody as you take your seat this morning. Give somebody a warm, warm handshake. Let it be warm. More. Warm handshake is this the best? I'm not feeling this sound, I don't know why. Praise God. It's good to be back home, hallelujah. Praise God. Wow, it was such a long trip, hallelujah. So I did not only miss you, my spiritual children, I also missed my physical children because I was, my biological children. So it was a long, long trip, amen. I won't travel for that long again. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This morning we're starting a new series. I have to go right into it. We're starting a new series titled GPS. Titled GPS. Um, Those of you that, um, I think everybody now knows GPS. Some years ago, it wasn't that common, but I think now all of us use GPS. GPS means, um, the original meaning is global. It looks exactly like this thing here. It's a global positioning system. So basically, um, it directs you to wherever you're going. I remember many years ago, the first time I used it um, abroad, I think in the U.S., it was amazing, you know, to um, direct you from wherever you are to wherever you wanted to go without asking any human being. Because where we're coming from, Nigeria, you have to ask people. And you know, asking people direction in Nigeria is a different ball game. So I'm going to Confessor Street. The guy say, just go straight. He's telling to say he doesn't know the place. One time, somewhere in Portacourt, we asked somebody, we we're going to so and some street, Say, how did they give you the address? I said, what's it concern you? Do you know the place or you don't know it? What is your concern? And me, as a rule, I ask like two or three people. Because I never believed the first person I'm asking. He might not know it and he won't say so. He'll just direct him to the bush. So I'll ask somebody else just to confirm that the direction we got. But when this thing came out then abroad, and today it's in Nigeria, um was an amazing thing. Praise God. And um, I use GPS because they call the original one Global Positioning System. But the series we are doing today is titled God's Positioning System. Because... Um, what this physical thing does is exactly what God wants to do for his children. God actually wants to guide you from where you are to where you need to be. Somebody get in. Praise God. All right, so that's exactly what God wants to do to you. It's fine. Um, he wants to guide you from where you are to where you need to go. I mean, how many of you would like to have that voice and that guidance of God all through your life. How many people like that? Amazing. If you have ever used this, this GPS before, it's amazing. Just say you turn left. Turn, you don't have to know where you're going. Say turn right. Say in a hundred meters, turn right. Take the I say in the in the roundabout, take the second exit. Just be directing you like that. And if you miss your way, you just hear recalculating. I like that saying like, recalculate. I say, I can never lose. Recalculating it shows you have made the wrong turn but you recalculate from wherever you are now he can still redirect you to where you need to be amazing and god wants to do exactly the same thing for every child of god i mean is that not is that is i mean that's just amazing because ordinary lovers will think oh it would be nice to be able to hear god exactly god too knows it would be nice to be able to hear him and and the good thing is that the god we worship that is what even differentiates him from idols you know that song, uh, they get here, they're not MKU, our album. They get ear, here, here, mouth, they know they talk and all those things. Basically, what differentiates our God from idols is that those idols don't talk, they don't hear. But God talks. I mean, wouldn't it be very funny if God gives you mouth, gives you ears, then he that gave you mouth and ears can't hear and can't talk. Wouldn't that be very funny? <laughs> that would have been funniest thing ever And please don't forget You know now that you have other people to talk to When they first made Adam There was no human being So guess who you was talking to Who was he talking to God Because some people don't know that Your Even though you have ears and mouth It's not first for your neighbor Or for your friend God also wants to talk to you He wants you to hear him and he wants to hear you. Somebody get what I'm saying? So so, so God actually wants to guide every of his children. He wants to actually lead you. That is what he said. He said, the Lord is our shepherd. We shall what? The word shepherd shows that shepherd guides. He said, God is our shepherd. We will not want. He said, he makes us to lie down what? Then he does what? He leads us. He leads us. He leads us. The whole, of, the whole of Psalm 23 is based on us being guided and led. You can't claim it. You see, it, most times in religious settings, we're taught to just pray those prayers. We don't understand. That is not just a prayer. You, it's, it's something you do. If God is not guiding you, you will see green pastures, even though your flag has green on it. <laughs> Somebody get what I'm saying? So, 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 it's based on guidance. God wants to guide you. Praise God. So, to, today I'm just laying a foundation. So, um, we're going to do this series all through the motto. I'm laying a foundation of divine guidance today. So, um, this is a series all of you must get. You must hear it over and over again. Um, being able to hear God and be led by God has been one of the greatest benefits of my whole life. In fact, I, I, I mean, I mean it has been the best thing that has happened to me as a christian being able to hear god it's so sad that people are christians or say that they are christians and they do not have actually have a personal relationship with god that is so amazing how do you you know that means you are still on the religion level if you are at the level where you just talk to god you don't even know what his what response you are still operating religion the word, jesus didn't come to give us under religion jesus came to give us a relationship are you here somebody that's why, that's why before Jesus came, they only referred to God as God. In fact, they couldn't even call his name. Are you here, somebody? The moment Jesus came, what did he say? He said, from now on, when you talk to God, say what? Ah, uh, Father. What does Father connote? It connotes relationship. I don't know if somebody gets what I'm saying. So to, to say you're a Christian and you have never been guided or led by God, then you are, you are missing out. You are missing out too much, too much. Let's quickly go to Psalm thirty-two, verse eight. Like I said, today is an intro, so I'm not going to spend so much time. Today is just intro. Just touch it a bit, then we'll continue from next week. Psalm thirty-two, verse eight. Um, King James. Can we read together, everybody? Want to go? Um, okay, but I have it here though. He said, I will instruct thee and what? Teach thee in the way that thou shalt what? Go. He said, I will do what? Guide you. by." Is that not a global system? Your GPS, is satellites that is The satellite is up there. I hope you know that. So it's from there that they are giving. So all they are doing is that they are duplicating what exactly God said he would do. I don't know if somebody gets what I'm saying. This, the real GPS, the normal one that gives direction of, we are going to Osho, directs you. What they do is that it's a satellite from up there that is giving location. So God is, it's exactly the same thing God said he would do in this psalm. DJ, quickly. It says, um, I would, uh, okay. <laughs> Give me the, open this thing up. He said, I, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that you should go that means there's a way i'm supposed to go he said i will guide you with what my eyes that means i'm giving you an over over head view an over uh, a view from up with my own eyes you know you are you know, down you can't see far i hope you know that if you are down you can't see far but when somebody is up they can see from here they can see ocean, they can see my two. they can see Adam Brasset from here if they are up somebody get what i'm saying so it's the same GPS, satellite is up God is saying with my own eyes, I will guide you And the beauty of it is that God is not just seeing real time He's even seeing future <laughs> Ah Hallelujah He's seeing future Because there are sometimes The, the, um, 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 the GPS can tell you there's traffic in Oshodi But before you leave here and get Oshodi Traffic would have cleared Sometimes he can tell you that the Oshodi is clear And before, before you are getting there, something has happened An accident that has caused traffic. But you see, God's zone is beautiful. He can see 20 years from now. And he can instruct you like that. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Let's move quickly. So, God wants to guide you. God wants to speak to you. And it has always been so. It didn't start with me and you. It has always been God's custom to relate with man. So, from when He made Adam, He was having fellowship with Adam. In fact, um, of course, you know that when when when, the Bible, when when He made Adam, He told Adam that um, take dominion and all that. All that He blessed him, so Adam had, the, had it. Okay? Then He told Adam keep the garden and all that. And the Bible said He named all the Adam named all the animals. So He was He and Adam were conversing. So Adam name the animals because how did Adam know He was supposed to name the animals? God told him, say name the animals. He named all the animals, and God approved all the name. So whatever his name was, that was God read. Then um, he said he said there was not found to help me. So they were conversing, and after Eve even came, if you notice when Satan came and they ate the fruit, the Bible said God appeared and said, Where are you, Adam? And Adam did what? Answered him. So they were communicating. So what I'm telling you is not strange, it has been so from beginning till today. He said, Where are you, Adam? He said, I'm, I'm, I'm naked. He said, Who told you you're naked? In fact, I, I want you to see what they said, um, in the cool of the day. Say, God came in the cool of the day. Look at this. Um, look at this. Said, and they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in what? In the cool. there, there was no surprise mentioned there. This means that this was the normal custom. That from time to time, in every day, God came to relate with them and spoke to them. If you notice, they were not shocked that they were hearing God or that God was hearing them. They were not shocked. Let's move forward the same happened to abraham in the days of abraham remember the bible said in genesis 12 that god told abraham get thee out of your country and and from your kindred to a land i will what show you remember that and the bible said abraham departed so he abraham too was hearing god god told him say hey leave your look at this here." and now the lord said so this our god has always been a speaking god guys if you are here and you've never been led or guided by God, or it doesn't even occur to you, that's what I'm trying to achieve by just today's own to help you appreciate the fact that God speaks and you are missing so much by not hearing him. You are missing so much. He said, And the Lord said, Get thee out of your country and from your kindred and from your father's house unto a land that I will show you. And the next verse said, and Abraham departed. He actually obeyed God. Hallelujah. So said, I will make you... So he, 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 God spoke to man. The same thing with Noah. The, in, do you know that when God told Noah to build an ark, rain had never fallen before? Somebody get what I'm saying? There was nothing like rain. So God told Noah, build an ark. Please help me picture how big the ark that will contain all the animals in the world. How big. Can you picture how many butterflies there are in the world? How many? How many species of rats there are in the world? Can you picture it? Can you picture? And of course, you have to have you have to have floors because you can't keep lion and goat on the same floor. They won't make it alive. So they kept cattle on one floor. They kept the 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 the, the wild ones that can eat others on another floor. So imagine how big this thing was, and there was nothing. It took. In case you don't know, they didn't build the ark in one year or in two years. It took years, years and years and years. To build it, because he was building it alone. And he had never seen rain. So he was explaining to them that something is going to fall. It looked like water. But plenty of it will fall. They say, mm-hmm. continue. Have you ever been explaining something to somebody before, and you know they don't believe you, but they are, they are polite. Has it happened to you seen before? You are explaining your story, but they say, mm-hmm, are they here? And they're saying in their mind, they say, see this fool. When you leave, they say you see that fool. He wasn't that fool at all. He had God. No, I heard God. So people were hearing God. That's what I'm trying to show you. Let me let me let, let's move quickly. Um, go to um, Exodus 13, verse 21. Exodus 13, 21. So I'm, I'm taking you from the old testament from before um, man even fell to when man fell to before they brought the law, Abraham was before the law, to even when the law came, that's the time of Moses. Of course, Moses had God. That's why he went to deliver children of Israel from Egypt. And all through the time, apart from the general assignment, he needed, he needed specific guidance. Hallelujah. There are two ways God leads you, or there are two kinds of leading. So listen carefully, guys. Um, and this way, a lot of people enter trouble. Some people get... A vision, they get a divine vision or a divine assignment from God, but they refuse to get the divine strategy from God. Somebody get what I'm saying? In case God has ever led you or urged you or nudged you to do something and the thing didn't turn out the way you expected it to turn out, this might be the reason. Because sometimes God gives you a divine assignment, a divine mandate, a divine vision, but he expects you to also sit by him and get the divine strategy to carry it out. For instance, God can tell you run for local government chairman. That's the divine mandate. If you have any sense, you will be by His side throughout, asking Him, "What should I do now?" But many people they receive the mandate, run for local government. They come and declare, "Ladies and gentlemen, look at your new local government chairman," and they start waving to people. Then they go and get human strategy. Meanwhile, it's not human being that gave them the vision. The same thing with business. God gives you an idea. Start importing so and so. Start importing tire. Start selling car. You just carry the mandate. And go and meet other car dealers. That their own is not moving. Instead of you to stay beside the person that gave you the vision. To also give you the strategy. David was a master at it. I don't have time to read David's story. But if you read David's story... The reason why David never lost the battle wasn't just because he was strong, but because David always inquired of the Lord. And many times we saw in the Bible, we are in the same battle. God will tell him, go like this, and the next day, the same people will come, and David will almost go, but he would, the Bible said he will stay and inquire of the Lord, and God will say, this time, don't go the same way you went. Go through the backside this time. Same battle. One other time, he, he was in one country. There was one country he defended. A small community. They were under attack. David came there and defended them. Then they gave David accommodation there. So you would think those people will lay out to David. Then Saul was coming to that place to look for David. And David had, You know, if it's many people, they will start praying that Father they will not come. David didn't do that. Some people would just believe, ah, these people I helped, they will help me back. David did not do that. The Bible said David inquired of the Lord. He said, we Will Saul so come? God said he will come. You see, some people at that point, they will just take action to their hands. No. David asks the second question. Will these people betray me to Saul? God said they will betray you. You see, many times we run into trouble, but we didn't ask God. James and John want to marry you. He lo- John look like it. He has money, he has everything. He-, he-, he says he's the one. Hey, how do you know? Because of his bank account. No. I- God knows this guy will betray you. This guy will jilt you. God knows. Somebody get what I'm saying? All your heartbreak is tied to you not hearing God. God knows the guys that will not marry you. He knows the time wasters. So everything might look good and God will say, don't marry him. Don't marry him. Marry boy that doesn't have work now. He will have job. Amen. So David always inquired of Lord. So I said there are two things. So there's the general vision God can give you. There's also the guidance to carry out the vision. Don't confuse the two. You must always get the two. So God tells you, um, move to VI, move to Leckie. That's the general vision. We're in Leckie. Because Leckie is big. I get what I'm saying? Different. So you need to find a particular house. It's different from the general vision. God said, go into um, um, fashion business. Woo! There are many aspects to it. So you can't just go and do which type. Then where should I locate the shop? What kind of business? Should I even have a shop? Or should I do online? See, many people don't wait for all those things. they just wrong with the general vision. And they enter trouble. And they say, God, I thought you were with me. And they start binding and casting. Some people say, oh, Father, I pay tight. Why? Why are things still tight for me? Say, because your ear is tight. <laughs> God is not a magician. I've taught you that before. God is not a magician. Say, so he can do anything he likes. No, he will not. He will not. If you don't, the Bible said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. He said, "In all your ways you acknowledge Him." That means come and ask Him; then He will direct your path. That's how it works. Okay, so where, where are we going to read? Exodus thirteen twenty-one. So, did you understand what I said about divine vision and divine strategy? Very important, guys. Very important. Divine vision, divine strategy. Very important. All through this teaching, I'll be giving you references to it. Exodus 13, 21. So, even when the children of Israel were leaving Egypt, see what happened. He said, and the Lord went before them by They Give me the NIV. Give me NIV version. It's more um, clear on what we're saying. Look at this. He said, by the day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of what? Cloud. To do what? To guide them. So, even that time, God didn't want them to just... Go to the promised land, finding the way. He was guiding them. He said, he went with a pillar of cloud by the day to guide them on their way. And by night, in what? A pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel both day and night. See how see how committed God was to directing them. He didn't just say, ah, be you know Canaan. Canaan, where they go now. They've asked directions. If they go, they ask people. Is that what God said? No, he went in front of them as a pillar of cloud during the day. He also went in front of them in the night as a pillar of fire. Now, the reason why he was guiding them physically at this time was that they were not spiritually alive. So we'll do that next Sunday. Because you need to know how God guides you. Today, now, in this New Testament time, God will not guide you in a pillar of fire. Because of God waiting for things to move, for me to know God is moving. No, Satan too can move physical things. So, this is not how God leads us today as New Testament believers. I will do that next Sunday, okay? Alright. In the New Testament, it said, My sheep know my voice. Hallelujah. I explained that to you um, during what, last week or the other week. How that, those days, everybody, most people were shepherds. And most people had sheep. And all the sheep would mix together when they are grazing. And when it's time to go home, they will all stand at different points. And every shepherd will start calling their sheep. And no matter how mixed up they were, all the sheep... Knew the voice of their own shepherd. That's what they are saying here. From the day you become born again, listen carefully, from the day you become born again, except you are not born again, from the day you become born again, you have the capacity to be led and guided by God. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Except you are not born again. If you are a born again Christian, from the day you gave your life to Christ, you have the capacity to be guided by God. Because many people think it's only pastors that should hear God. It is only... In the New Testament, pastors or prophets don't hear God for you. I will explain all these things as we go through this, this the, the series. It's not my job to hear for you. Hallelujah. From the day you become born again, you have the capacity to hear God. Help me tap your neighbor say, you have the capacity to hear God. He said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. Are you here, somebody? For as many as are what? Led by the Spirit of God, they are what? Sons of God. What they are saying there is that every child of God can be led by God. That's what they are saying. Every child of God can what? Be led by God. Hmm. So remember, from the time you become born again, you have the... Ca- it's like your child. How many of you took your children to special school to hear you? Or to hear your language or to hear English? From the day you give back to your child, it has the capacity to hear. It will grow in hearing well. But from scratch, it has the capacity to hear. Those of you that have given birth in good hospitals, that when you give back, a pediatrician is supposed to come and test all the vitals of that child. I don't know if they do that in Nigeria now, but I know that in good hospitals... When you give birth, another doctor, separate from the one that delivered you, that is a child doctor, We come and check the baby's ear, check eyes. They will be able to verify. From that state, one hour, two hours, they will be able to tell that this baby, his ear is working. Even though he, we, we can't. there's no way we can know, it's too small. But they can tell. Somebody get what I'm saying? That's how it is when you give life to Christ. From when you give life to Christ, you are you, you have the capacity to hear your father. You don't even have to do anything special. This was my own experience. I didn't even have the benefit of hearing messages like this when I was a young Christian. The moment I got born again, listen, the moment I got born again, the first thing God told me was that I was going to be a pastor. From when I became born again. And you need to understand, I was not thinking about being a pastor. I was a bad boy. In fact, the way I got born again, I wasn't planning to get born again. So you need to understand what I'm teaching you here. I was a bad boy, um, of course. Indian hemp smoking, uh, you know. Prostitutes uh, patronizing, you know. Um, beer gosling, full bad boy, carrying pistol from secondary school. So you should know what kind of person I was. I was not joking with going to hell. <laughs> so um, I was causing problem uh, in my in my house because my parents had moved to the village. I was practically alone in Lagos. I was causing problems, smoking hemp, and wasting my life. So they said I should come to the village to meet them for a while. So I went to the village. I was chasing all the village girls around. <laughs> causing problem again. So they said I should go and meet my elder brother, who was already born again, but he was in the military. See, he was already born again. So should, but they, they, sent, they sent me to him because he was in the military, not because he was born again. All right? So they said I should go and stay with him in Makodi. then. So when I got there, he was a serious born-again Christian. I he goes to church every day of the week. They had fellowship in the barracks, and they had church in town. So... Either on Monday there's fellowship in the barrack. on Tuesday there's ministry service, on Wednesday there's prayer meeting, on Thursday there's media, yeah, yeah, church every day. And interestingly, before I had come, he and his friends had been praying for me. So they had this officer. I was an officer, so they had officers' fellowship that were senior officers that were born again. They had been praying for me. I was there those days when people meet in prayer points. When we pray, we pray for souls that are not saved. You don't like today when people meet in prayer point. They're praying for their past Pray for my husband. It he doesn't help, Pray for my money. It he doesn't come. They've now paid me. That's what we are praying for today. In those days, when people do prayer meeting, they are praying for souls to be saved. So, apparently, I was a constant prayer point in their prayer meeting. I didn't know. So, every day, he used to bring me as a prayer point that, that my brother is still causing trouble. They would pray, 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 pray for me. Me, I didn't know those ones. Later, I knew. but I didn't know that time. I just landed. Immediately, I found out where the prostitutes were in the, the I found out where they were selling their hemp. Those of you that smoke camp, you know that anytime you enter, you can easily find where they are. I'm not telling you how, but that's, that's not my job today. <laughs> I'm trying to get about, But people that smoke hemp or do bad things, maybe you enter any town, you can quickly decode where it's happening. You know what's up. You meet your colleagues. You know so. <laughs> so I had landed, I had found where they were selling hemp, India hemp. I had found where prostitutes were. I had quickly started connecting myself to all the bad people. So one day we went to church. And um, they were having a program, a convention in church. And they said, hey, everybody, all the men were behind. All the men were behind. And they said, hey, um, we're having this convention and all the men must participate. So who are those that want to do prayer chain? Raise their hand. I was not even born again. Prayer chain. I just dodged. Some people raised their hand. Who will do uh, usher for that day? They So they were so sharing work. And all these things they were calling required you to be born again to do it. Who will you do choir? Who will sing? I cannot sing. I'm not born again. The least one I know is Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> Finally, they now said, okay, who are those that can go and do rally? That's this thing that you enter boss and go and be sharing flyers. That one doesn't need salvation. He's not a sheer liar, Immediately said it. I raised my hand very happily. He said I go do that one. I raised hand very. So my brother and his colleagues that have been praying for me, they saw the way I raised my hand happily. They assumed. <laughs> this is not funny, oh. They all assumed that it means I was born again, that the way I was eager, that see the way he jumped up, he was very happy. They didn't know I was escaping something. So they put me in that group, and after the service, oh, everybody started coming to congratulate me one by one. See trouble, oh. Say congratulations. Finally, we've been praying for you, and fi- I want to say, excuse, i am not. They said they did. Oh, congratulations! They were coming one by one. That's why I couldn't go back again, though, to my life. That's what I tell you. Share, finish, oh. That's the story of my life, <laughs> Hey, Josh guys say, "I never going again." Finish. finished. So, they say, "No, no, no, no." Congratulations, you will go far. I say, I'm, not, I'm going away." They say, "No." I say, "You will go." That's when I knew they've been praying for me. They say, "We've been praying for you for months." Ah, I said, "Continue praying. I never born again." you. <laughs> they say, "No." Now, but Emily, immediately Emily, immediately, you know, I now really, you know, committed my life to Christ. Not far from that time, the. The first thing I knew was I was going to be a pastor. So remember, I was a bad guy. So that was not what was in my mind. So it wasn't something I thought up, but I knew like I knew my name that I'm going to do ministry. I said, what? And you know what? I started preaching from that time. I, I, I knew. I've, I've never done anything since that time, anything else, apart from preaching. Nothing else. I even had an admission to go to uni like then. I didn't go. Because I felt I should go to Bible school first. And it saved my life because... If I had gone to again, I probably might not be here today. I, would, I would, would share all these things. Because many of you, you are living the way everybody expects you to live. You don't understand that your own life and your own calling is very unique. You might not need to go to university immediately you finish secondary school. That might not be what God wants you to do. Everyone might be doing it. You might not need to marry immediately you finish university. That might not be what God wants you to do. You might not need to have your child immediately you marry. That might not be what God needs you to do. But you see, we are, so, we, we are under so much peer pressure, we want to be like everybody, not knowing that there's a unique calling and a unique assignment and a unique place for every child of God. Hallelujah. So that's how I knew. I was called to ministry. I, I, I didn't have enough knowledge of spiritual things. I knew this by the Holy Spirit, that you would do ministry. So, I'm saying that I wasn't even born again. I wasn't a spiritual, you know, no, no, no. I'm saying you don't have to be a spiritual giant to be led of God. As long as you are born again. When you are born into this family, you are born with the capacity to hear God. And I pray for you that in the course of this month, in the course of this series, you will hear God clearly concerning your life. Hey, four things that can hinder you from hearing God well. Four things. I'll run through them because my time is up four things. Number one, laziness. If you never take time to seek God and to develop your prayer life, you might never hear God. He's always speaking. Remember, it's not that God doesn't speak. God is ever, it's like radio. He's always on. You must tune your radio. Spending time in prayer tunes your spirit to hearing God. So spiritual laziness is one thing. Number two, disappointment and frustration can make you hear nonsense. Some of you, you the reason why you want to move to Canada is that you are frustrated. Not because God told you to go. You must understand that there's a unique purpose for your life. We don't live by just making money. See, you don't understand. Is there anybody here that has lived before? This is your second or third time in life. Can I see your hand? It's your second or third time. Anybody? You are here for the first time. Do you know what that means? That means you can live your whole life, get to the end of it, and find out you wasted it that I'm trying to tell you that's why it's important to be in touch with God some of you you are successful in the eyes of men but between you and God you are a colossal failure how many of you saw the documentary on on social media of the richest footballer there's one young boy he's very young he's Nigerian Ronaldo he's like Messi why because he's the son of one of the sultans of Brunei so they have money but his dream is to play ball so he still wants to he, they say he has the money to buy a club but he doesn't want to just buy a club. He wants to actually play and, and end being a top player. Do you understand? See, there's something about purpose that money can't cover. Money can't buy fulfillment. Some of you, you are you are literally killing your real self. Just in the name of eating. Eating food. Life doesn't work like that. Imagine if Jesus wanted to live long. Imagine. If Jesus said, I want to live long. Let my enemy see what I become. His purpose was to die at that time he died. He needed to die at that time. He, didn't, he knew he was going to live short. He didn't marry. He didn't buy properties. There are many things we are doing that is, is acceptable. Trust me. It's okay. for But it's not for you. For the assignment God has for you. So you get to heaven and find out you wasted your life. Frustration has made enough you hear vision. It happened to Isaac. Bible says Isaac wanted to run to Egypt. Egypt was the Canada of their time or the America of their time. There was family in the land He wanted to run to Egypt God told him Stay in this land Don't run I will bless you here Somebody gets what I'm saying So don't just uproot yourself uproot your family Just because you are you 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 It happened to um, This guy um, uh, um, was the nephew of uh, Abraham Lot You see They were having Problem Frustration He said he's moving Abraham told him Choose first He looked at uh, Sodom and Gomorrah It was green He didn't see the people They just saw green grass Say it's green He went there. He lost not just his family; he lost his business, lost his wife, lost his children, lost everything. Name of green pasture. I'm not saying you should not. I'm saying I'm saying let it be God guiding you, not frustration. And you will know when it's God guiding you. You need to be telling lies. So you are changing your name, changing your age, changing everything. You are already you are entering a pattern. Some of you don't understand. Some things you are doing will cage you. You will eat, oh, but you to be in prison. Not physical prison, destiny prison. So yes, you have changed your name, you have married, you have divorced your wife here, marry somebody there to get papers. Then you remarry your wife, only that your soul, you have also sold your soul. Because from that time on, you don't connect with God at the level you should connect anymore. So yes, you are eating the bread and butter of Canada. Or of America, wherever you want to run to. Be sure about it. Be sure about it. All of us know that Nigeria looks somehow now, so we relax, we are all together. Nobody must escape. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But what I'm saying is this, On a serious note. <laughs> and thank God there are people that can raise the dead now. Anybody come in to will raise him back. You cannot da- My brother, forget that thing. We did here. <laughs> Alright, but. <laughs> on a more serious note. My time is up, so if you laugh too much, I'll see you on your you time. But on a more serious note. Uh... You know, let it be God guiding you. There's more to your life than bread and butter. So frustration, many people have heard, heard voices because of frustration that God is saying move to Canada, I feel peace. Mm-mm. It's not God. Number three, a sinful lifestyle can stop you from hearing God. When you continuously live in sin, it kind of dulls your spirit. It doesn't mean God is not speaking to you, but it just means your spirit is at like a state where it's not very vibrant enough. To be getting real-time direction, it does sin, does yours. Because every time you sin, you feel guilty, you feel disconnected. Even though you are not disconnected from God, but you feel it. You feel guilty. You feel ashamed. So, it's a sinful lifestyle, you, you, not very responsive to God. God. Then, um, the last one, impatience. Impatience can start from hearing God because um, you are praying about something you've not had clear direction, but you, you, you just move because you can't wait. Sometimes wait. If the thing is not a do or die issue, just wait. Should I relocate? Should I not relocate? As God spoken to you. Has God spoken to you. Wait, wait first. Till you get direction. When you get direction, see, when God speaks, he will open the door. That's how you will know. Sometimes God's silence means wait. Sometimes God's silence means don't try it. So if you are not hearing, wait small till you hear, be patient. It happened to the king in the Bible. Is this Saul? He said they should do sacrifice, they're going for work, going for work. They said they're wait for someone. The moment he did the sacrifice himself, Samuel came. And to come and tell him you have sinned against God by not being patient. So be patient. Oh, John wants to marry you. J. 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 Jonathan wants to marry you. You've been praying. You didn't hear any direction. Let them wait. If they can't wait, they should be going. God is never in a haste. Because you can jump into marriages for life. You'll not be regretting for the rest of your life. Patience. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this morning? Come on, give the Lord a praise. Let's pray. Father, I pray for every child of God in the house today. Lord, we ask for sensitivity of heart. Let every child of God here be able to hear you clearly. Concerning the serious issues of their life, concerning the things they are praying about, let there be clear direction in the name of Jesus. Nobody under the sound of my voice will miss your plan in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father.
0: In Jesus mighty name Amen Come on give the Lord We know you've been blessed by this message To order a copy of this message Or any of our messages You can call us on 80 Or 80 777 Or you can visit our website On org. David's Christmas Center Home of Victorious People learn how to build your faith in God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time as you'll listen to the Senior Pastor Davis Christian Center Pastor Kingsley Shliokunquo and expect God's Word to work for you
1: It's good to be back home Hallelujah Praise God Even if you didn't miss me, me, I missed you Hallelujah Praise God Um uh, we went for certain um, work-related uh, assignments. Uh, praise God. All right, this morning we're starting a new series titled GPS. GPS. Um, normally there's a normal device that looks like this, that is called GPS. This one is called the Global Positioning System. Um, it gives direction, as you can see, most of us have it today now in Nigeria. Um, It can direct you from where you are to where you need to be. It directs you from where you are to where you need to be. And it's an amazing thing. I remember uh, many years ago, the first time I used it many years ago, it was it was brilliant, it was amazing. I mean, you could just type in your address or type in certain location and the thing would just start directing you, turn left, turn right, and you'll find yourself where you're going to. Amen. Such a delight. Praise God. But today we're teaching on the GPS that is God's positional system. It's actually God doing the same thing that this device does for us. It's actually God also taking us from where we are to where we want to be or need to be. God also providing guidance. How many of you would like to be hearing God give you directions on a daily basis? Hallelujah. Wouldn't that be amazing? That you can, you know, you, you you can hear God regarding issues of your life every day. I mean, that would be that would be so amazing. Because as a pastor, people ask me questions every day that there's no way I can answer. Pastor, there's this man. He said he wants to marry me. He said he's a good man. He said he loved me. Pastor is he a good man Does he love me I say my sister I cannot know There's no way I can know <laughs> Praise God There's no way I can know But do you know there's somebody that knows It will be so amazing It will be so amazing If we can hear from God every time we need it Praise God and the good news is that actually we can hear from God whenever we need it. We can actually be guided by God from where we are to where we need to be. Glory to God. Let's see Psalm, 38 and verse, Psalm 32 verse 8. Psalm 32 verse 8. It says, I will instruct you and what? Teach you in the way thou shalt go. I will guide thee with what? My eyes. Look at what God is saying. God said, I will I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way you should go. He said, I will guide you with my eyes. Can you imagine God guiding you with his eyes? What does that mean? They don't mean that you are, you are looking at God's eyes to look where he is looking at. That's not what they mean. The, the, they are saying that God wants to do the same thing the GPS, natural GPS does. Because that natural GPS, what it does is that there's satellites in heaven, I mean not in heaven, there's satellites in the skies, and it is seeing everything going on, and it can direct you and tell you where there's traffic. God is saying that's exactly what I do too. That I'm up there from heaven, I can see what you cannot see from down here. Somebody get what I'm saying. Same device. So, as we are here now, we cannot see Oshodi. Even though Oshodi is on the same playing ground with us, we can't see Oshodi. But if you are up, you can see the whole Nigeria at once. Am I correct? So, God is saying, I want to guide you with my own eyes. As I am looking, I will be giving you information here. How many of you know that planes don't see each other? I hope you know. Because if you don't know, you think your pilot is seeing. not seeing. All your pilot is using is this same thing. Satellite telling him there is a plane coming. Go down. There's a plane beside you Turn left That's all He's not seen the other plane no. I know that You we went that plane again But it doesn't matter Just know that your pilot You support him by prayer He's not seeing anything <laughs> Praise God Because you see window in the You know in the cockpit You think they're really seeing It's only on the ground They're seeing Once they take off into the clouds They're not seeing anything They're just driving by faith Can you imagine I'm not even entering I'll trek into America next time No need Just trek If I start on time I'll get there <laughs> The key is to start early. <laughs> Praise God. So God is saying, I'm using my own view. Because I can see everything. And the beauty of God's own GPS, how it is better than this normal GPS, is that this GPS can only see real time. But God's own can see real time and it can also see the future. God's own can see 10 years from now. Hallelujah. That's amazing. That means God can tell you, don't even bother to invest in that thing. God can say, you, don't bother to even buy that thing. I'm not going to live here for long. God can tell you, Yo, don't, don't, don't marry that person. He can see. Not just real time, but he can see the future. So, we, this is actually better than GPS. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? GPS can't see that the car is about to hit you. It can. This is natural GPS. He can just say, be going. Oh, show it's clear. God can be saying, it's not clear. One trailer is about to lose control. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? That's GPS. I can never forget. So, when we see a youth fellowship, somebody shared a testimony. He said it was coming from, I think, or Ife, one of these universities, to Lagos. And there was that last space in the bus, the one beside the door, the last space. They were waiting for one passenger to move. And he got there and he sat down there. And then he sat down to enter. The only just told him, come down. Don't enter that place. And he, he didn't know why. He said, this is, the, this is the last seat. If I enter this seat, I'll move now, which is a good thing. He said, don't go. So he came down. On that person, he entered that place. He entered on that bus. He said, "As later one day, when they met that bus that he did enter in front, it had some assaulted. And the person that took his seat died. GPS can't tell you. Natural GPS can't tell you that. But God's GPS can tell you that one. I get what I'm saying. He said, I will guide you with what? My eye. Wouldn't that be a beauty? Is that not beautiful? That God can guide you with his own eyes. Because he can see what men can see. My prayer is that in this whole month, as we study on divine direction and God's guidance, your spiritual sensitivity will be heightened like never before in the name of Jesus. You will know exactly what God wants you to do per time. So, God wants to lead and guide his children. God never wanted us... To be without guidance. God never designed us as believers to live without his guidance. It was never his plan. My, 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 my objective for today's service, because this is an intro. We're, we're going to do this all through the month. This is an intro. My objective for today is to try and stir up a desire in you. To be guided by God. Because from God's side, he's ready. God never created you without I mean, to, to live without direction. That was never his plan. He created you from the one to always be guided by his spirit. That was his plan. I mean, isn't it funny that you have ears and you have mouth? How can the person that gave you ears and mouth not have ears and mouth? I don't know if you get what I'm
0: saying.
1: How can the person that made you to have ear, to hear other people, how can he not have ears? How can the person that made you to be able to talk, not have mouth? They say that's what differentiates him from idols. Then get here, but they know they hear. Then get mouth. I'm I'm singing it off key, I know, but you know what I'm saying. They say, that's what differentiates the almighty God from idols. Those idols don't have, they, they don't hear, they don't talk. But your father speaks. Do you know how frustrating it can be to be talking to someone that can hear, but is not hearing? Very frustrating. That is how it is when you're a believer and God is trying to tell you, don't go, don't go, don't go. But you are too Distracted. You are too insensitive to hear. Listen, God is always speaking. The problem is for us to tune, to receive. As we are here now, AIT is beaming. Silverbed is beaming. CNN is beaming. You have to tune your radio or your TV to what? Receive the signals. The signals are here. That's how it is with God. God is always speaking. All the things you are crying about, He is speaking. You just have to tune yourself to hear it. God wants to speak to us. He created us with that capacity and capability to be guided and be led of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, from the onset, from when he made Adam, Adam was talking to God. Listen, God is not interested in a religion. God is interested in a relationship. That is what makes Christianity different. It is a relationship, not a religion. Somebody gets what I'm saying? So, right from the onset, when God made Adam... Adam was relating and talking to God. So, God told him, name the animals. How did God tell him to name the animals? They were communicating. God told him, you are blessed. Multiply and dominate the earth. He he was hearing, I am um, God. Then they said, they said, God now brought Eve to him. And he said, this is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. So, they were communicating. In fact, even after Adam and Eve ate the fruit... And the Bible says, God came in the cool of the day. That scripture connotes that it was a normal thing. Because there was no surprise. It means it was normal for God to come in the cool of the day to talk to them. Genesis. God came, look at it here. And they heard, both of them, they both heard the voice of the Lord God doing what? Walking in the garden when? In the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife, they hid themselves from presence of God. And God said to them, he said, Adam, where are you? Did you bring it up. He said, Adam, God said, Adam, where are you? And Adam answered him. So they were communicating. Hallelujah. They were communicating. He said, where are you? So, I'm I'm, I'm naked. He said, who told you you were naked? They were talking. So Adam, the very first man, could hear God. The same thing with Abraham. Genesis 12. The Bible said, God told Abraham, get thee out of thy kindred out of your um, father's house and all that, out of your country into a land that I will what? Show you. DJ, can you bring that up for me? So, even Abraham was hearing God. Even Noah was hearing God. How many of you know when Noah built the ark, there was not rain. Rain has not fallen before. Can you imagine how mad Noah would have looked? God told him to build an ark that it will rain. And it will flood. There had never been rain on the earth. So he was describing to people that something will fall. It's like water. But plenty of it. They say, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It will be so plenty to keep people. They say, mm-hmm. I'm sure in their mind they say, this one done mad. Wait till they smoke. But he had God. Noah had God. Abraham had God. Hallelujah. They they all had God. So, God originally created us to be guided by him. I like Psalm 23. He said, the Lord is what? My shepherd. What's the principal thing shepherd does to sheep? Guidance. Guidance. Shepherd doesn't put grass in the mouth of sheep. Am I correct? All that a shepherd does is to guide the sheep. Say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall know what? He makes me to what? Lie down in green pastures. He leads me. Besides, he's the leading. That's what shepherd does. Psalm 23 is not prayer for you to claim. They're telling you how to get anything you need in this life. Follow your shepherd. Hallelujah. Say, you shall not want. Every lack is traceable to your lack of sensitivity. Are you here, somebody? May your spiritual ears be open in the name of Jesus. Trust me, you don't know what you're missing. You don't know what you're missing. There's so much. Every struggle a believer is facing is because of their lack of sensitivity. There's nothing you need that God doesn't have. Only that he needs to guide you to the green pastures. He will not bring the green pastures to your bedroom. He will guide you then it will make you lie down there. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, all this goes even right to the New Testament. It said, Romans 8, 14, As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are, what? The sons of God. So, every child of God has the capacity to be guided by God. To be led by God. Every child of God can hear God. Can be led by God. See, it is a relationship that God wants with you. Some of you, you just pray. You go, you go and pray. You just tell God all your problem. And you don't wait to hear what he has to say. The Bible says, trust the Lord with all your heart. He say, in all your ways, do what? Acknowledge him. Did you bring it up? Proverbs 35. He said, and he will direct what? Your path. To be praying and just leaving it to God to go and do it. You can't send God on errand. Though He will guide you to the green pastures. He will lead you beside the still waters. He's leading. Look at here. He said, trust in God with all your heart. Don't lean on your what you think you know. He says, in how many of your ways? All. Oh, do what? Acknowledge Him. And He will do what? Direct your path. Wow. Wouldn't it be beautiful for you to say, hey Lord, I need a car and it directs your path? Oh man, I have too many stories to share. Uh, look, my, 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 my Christian life has been a blessing because of the few times that God was able to communicate with me that I, I caught it. It made a world of difference. Ah, I, I mean, my life would have been horrible if I couldn't hear God. When I see how some people live just by trial or error. He pains me. I pity them. You know, there's people that actually live by trial or error. As in sincerely, this is their best life. By just trial or error. They've never heard God concerning anything. They've never been guided. They've never seen God. Order them and say, do this one. If you're here and you've never done that, I pray that in this month of March, your spiritual ears will be open in the name of Jesus. Amen. You'll be guided to God to your next breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ah, it can save you a lot of heartache if you are sensitive to hear God, it can save you. Hey. <laughs> I wrote jam only once in my life. Once. You know some people, they, when they want to feel jam from is calo-calo. Should I do accountancy? Should I do business admin? Then they'll be asking human beings. They'll be asking other people. Other people that are pilgrims like you. It's like all of us are looking for direction. You're asking me. How can I know? I don't even get what I'm saying. You have some people who say? Look at me. Uh, Do I look like a doctor or pharmacist? Then the guy will look at you. You are a doctor. (laughs) Some of you, your parents have just filled your form for you. From when you were young, they say you are an engineer. Really? Your parents too are pilgrims. They too are trying to find their roots and their way. Is anybody here that has lived before? This is your second or third time on the earth. Can I see your hand? All of you are here for the first time. Somebody gets what I'm saying. There are some things you can be asking men to tell you. They can never know. I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. Your life will be sweeter if you can hear God. I pray for you that this month of March, your sensitivity will be heightened in the name of Jesus. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. This means that every child of God has the capacity to be led by God. Every Every. You don't have to be a spiritual giant. From the day you become born again, you already have the capacity inside you to be guided by God. Every. How did I know this? I know this by the word of God. The scripture I just quoted to you, Romans 8.14. But apart from that, I also know this by experience. From when I became born again, I began to hear God. I didn't even know, I I didn't have the privilege of these teachings you are getting. Because I just became born again, I shared the story in the first service. I was a chronic unbeliever, serious about going to hell. (laughs) Very chronic one. Indian hemp smoking, prostitute patronizing, beer guzzling, pistol carrying, money stealing, unbeliever. So my parents had finished secondary school. Of course, I was a hooligan all through secondary school, bad boy. Finished secondary school, was living in Lagos. My parents had moved to the village then, so I was cussing. Problems in Lagos, they said I should come and stay with them in the village. When I got to the village, I was chasing all the village girls. <laughs> Serious, I was causing trouble. I don't want to give you the story it's because your mind it's not interesting, it's not a good story. So, but I was causing trouble in the village, basically. So, then I had an elder brother, I still have an elder brother, my elder brother was in Makodi, he was born again and was in the military. He's still in the military. So, my parents said, okay, go and stay with your brother in Makodi. They sent me to him because he was in the military, not because he was born again. But he, being a born-again Christian, he knew that since I was causing problem, he knew that he had to pray for me. Now, he was the only one that was saved in our family, and I, I think I was the next that became saved, because he was praying for me. So he began to pray, him and his friends. I had not even come then, I was still in the village or in Lagos, but they were always sharing my testimony. To him, how I was causing trouble. So he began to gather his other army officer friends, and they kept praying for me to get born again, praying for me to get born again. So by the time I landed Makodi, mainly I landed, I had already found where the prostitutes were, I had found where they were selling their hem. You know, all bad boys are like, when you land, you know, you, you, meet, you meet your colleagues. <coughs> so I started making my connections. New bad boy in town. I you know I'm from Lagos, so I mean, bad boy on another level. I was oppressing all the McCordy bad boys. With Lagos bad boy Gist. So they were all tripped to see me. I was grooving. But I didn't know that they had been praying for me. Thank God for those old school believers. Because those days when they gather in prayer meetings, they pray for people to be saved. Today when we gather in prayer meetings, we are praying for God. I want to marry. God, I want to have money. My breakthrough. That's what people are praying for today. So sad. But those days, they used to pray for souls to be saved. So whenever you come, you bring somebody you want, to, your family that you want to be born again. That's what we share as prayer point in that time. So my name had been coming up permanently in the prayer the group. So everybody knew me, even though they had not met me. I didn't know all these gist until later. So by the time I landed my body, my brother was going to church every day, so I had to be following him to church. But I was not born again. You know, I'll go to church and be looking at the fine fine girls. Some of you are like, hey, you're here like that. You will get born again in the name of Jesus. I was once your fellow colleague. And today see what God is doing in my life. So you can do the same thing with your own life. So we go and I'll be looking at 5 guests in choir, 5 guests everywhere. That's all I was doing every day. <laughs> I had Bible, but I didn't know anywhere in the Bible. When they say, open Jeremiah, i say, ah. I will go to the table of content because there's no way I can know where Jeremiah is. So they say, one day they were doing convention. I think it's a men program or whatever, I can't remember. They say, oh, men, way behind. So I'm a man. By force, I wait behind. They say, okay, we are doing convention. want everybody to participate. We say, no problem. They say, those that want to do prayer chain. Two two hours prayer chain Come this way Me I'm not even born again Prayer chain I hide Those that want to do ushering Come this way Those that want to do They were calling different things That require spiritual life to do I know I'm not born again So I can't contribute And they look for the one where they go do work Then I finally said um, Those that want to do rally You know rally Where you go with boss And go and share flyer Say so those that want to do rally Come out Ah I jump That one don't need born again You don't need Holy Ghost To do that one You just need your personal ghost You don't need Holy Ghost for that one. I said, yes, yes, yes. I didn't know that my eagerness and excitement was showing. That I've seen something I can finally do to escape prayer chain and other things. So I was very happy, eager. With the way I was eager, when we finished the meeting, my brother assumed that with the way I was eager, I had given my life to Christ. See, problem. So when they finished, he came to greet me. Congratulations. I said, oh, I'm not. Before I finish, your his other friends, big big army officers, they were all coming one by one. I say, congratulations. We have been praying for you for three I said, Don't share my testimony yet. I never born again. Now dodge they don't they didn't hear those who they didn't hear what I'm saying? They say, Congratulations. And they were taking me about go and meet pastor. Say he has now. This is the boy we've been praying for. I said, keep praying. You know. <laughs> Don't stop the prayer, I'm never born again. <laughs> but you know what? The moment they just dragged me into all that and I really now committed my life to Christ, right there and then, I just knew in my spirit I was going to be a pastor. You see, I was not even spiritually... I did not even know what it took to be a pastor. But you see, because I had become born again, my spirit could catch whatever was my life's purpose. Already at that time I was just a newborn again Christian Maybe one week But I knew like Since that time This is 1994 or Thereabouts I had never done Any other thing Except preaching Since 1994 Never done any other thing So that's how That's how sure it was So I'm telling you that From the day you become born again Your spirit actually comes alive It's like your baby that is born It has the capacity To start hearing It's, it's inborn so, from the time you become born again, your spirit has the capacity to start hearing. It's just that you are not tuned to it; you are not aware of it. I just knew I was going to be a pastor. Can you imagine? I just knew. I knew like I, it wasn't a joke. I knew like I knew my name. And this means that I, I'm just born. I'm, I'm cigarette smoking. I, I, I didn't know. Any, I didn't even know any Bible. I Didn't know any verse, but I knew like I knew my name. I was going to be a preacher. Can you imagine that? Bad boy like me. And you know what? I, I so knew it that I started preaching door to door immediately. The only problem was that I knew only John 3.16. But I was sharing it everywhere. door to do. And I've memorized it, so don't interrupt me when I'm talking to you. If you interrupt me, I have to start again from the beginning. So I'll knock at the door. Hello. John 3.16. Say good morning. Said John 3.16. For God's so Lord, I have my message prepared. If you give a life, you'll not perish. I, I do not even ask them if they are born again. After I finish talking, they'll say, I'm born again. say, so it doesn't matter. I'll go to the next door. John 3.16. I didn't even know how to preach, but I knew like I knew my name, I was called to ministry. Never done anything else since that time. 20-something years now. I so knew it that I had admission to Unilag, like I didn't go. I said I, don't, I will not take it, I will go to Bible school first. So I did one year Bible school first. Said I won't go. And thank God because I, I didn't know what would have become of me if I had gone to Unilag. Like, you know how Unilag like, is? If you don't know, don't worry. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> Somebody guess what I'm saying? From that day, I knew. So, I'm saying that, look, your spirit already has the capacity to hear God. You just have to tune yourself to it. Hallelujah. Say, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will do what? Direct yourself. Now, listen. There are two kinds of hearing God, or two kinds of leading that you need to take note of. The first one is when God gives you a general mandate or general assignment or a divine assignment. Listen, this is where many Christians suffer. They confuse divine vision and divine strategy. Listen, when God gives you a divine vision, you need to still stay with him to get the divine strategy. Many people, the reason why you think you heard God about something and you pursued the thing and it didn't turn out the way you thought it would turn out, because you didn't wait... To also receive the strategies to go out Let me give you an example Maybe you are here and God tells you Go and run for local government chairman in your village That's the vision, divine vision God gives you You see yourself as local government chairman At that time, don't leave that place Stay with God Thank Him For the vision Then ask Him again How on earth Am I supposed to go about that? What's the next step? Many people don't wait Mainly God plants the first vision in them um, be local government chairman of your local government They go to the town council Gather people And say listen gentlemen You are looking at Your next Local government chairman And from there Some people have their shooting you gun And swearing that you will never enter Somebody gets what I'm saying You've exposed yourself Without asking God well, Is that the thing to do so eventually you run, you will not enter. You will not say, God, you failed me. God said, you are the one that failed yourself. I only gave you the vision, you should have stayed to ask for what? The strategy. Same thing with business people. They tell you, start selling tires, start selling clothes. So, and you you just run and go and import, You just go anywhere and buy. You didn't ask God, say, Lord, where am I sourcing it from? Which kind of clothes? Clothes are many. Do I need a shop or do I sell online? Do you see many strategies? But some people don't ask that one. That's why David never lost a battle. It wasn't just because he was strong or he had the covenant. If you check the Bible, I don't have time to read all the story, but it said David always inquired of the Lord. Wow. You will see David will go to a battle today. Same enemy, same place. God will tell him, march straight ahead. He will go. The next day, the enemy will come again. Everybody will assume, oh, let's go the same way. No, David will inquire again. And usually God will say, don't go the same way he did yesterday. Can you imagine? One time, there was one small land, one small community that David went to rescue. He rescued them. He not, they didn't give him accommodation because he was having an accommodation problem. So they gave him accommodation in the town. In that same place, he rescued. Then Saul, his enemy, heard that David was in that town. And Saul was on his way. You know, some people, at that point, they would start binding and casting and say, Saul, you will not come. I bind you. Mm-mm. David went to God and said, Lord, will Saul come? God said, he will come. You see, at that point, some people say, let's gather and fight him. Mm. David said, this, give me one to ask God, these people I rescued, will they betray me to Saul? God said, they will betray you. David did something. David said, should I run away? God said, run. (laughs) That's why he never lost the battle, because he, he didn't take anything for granted. Somebody guess what I'm saying? God tells you, move to Lagos. Lagos is big. God said, move to America. You just carry yourself and go to New York. Huh? America is a continent. Lord, where? In America. Where? Not just carry your bag. I'm in America. Coming to America. Good morning, my people. <laughs> no. Somebody get what I'm saying? So there is the divine vision, but every divine vision requires divine words, strategy. Didn't you see what God told Abraham? He said, leave your father's house. Leave your kindred to a land I will show you. He didn't tell him where he was going. He just told him leave. Can you imagine if Abraham didn't hear God again? He just leave his father's house and be roaming around till today. He'll be roaming in no with all his property. He had to still hear God. Yes, God has told me to leave to where. God is a right place. Listen, when you get the right place, it will be like they are waiting for you already. Hallelujah. Everything will be lined up. I have too many great examples to give you. There is a divine mandate. There is a divine strategy. So you must make it a habit to ask God. Say, in all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. So take time to ask him. Say, Lord, what should I do? Oh, this person wants to marry me. Lord, what should I do? Don't even wait for critical issues to start hearing God. Start with small, small issues. Start with small guidance. Hallelujah. I can never forget. The very first time I heard the still small voice, very first time, many years ago too, was close to that time that um, I started ministry. My elder brother brought a puzzle. Some of you know puzzle. Now all these things that they that you have, you know puzzle now. I have to explain that. If you don't know puzzle, God help you. So (laughs) my elder brother, we normally do those things when we those days when we're young. So he he was more academically brilliant than me. Me, I'm more street smart. So he will bring uh, the puzzle. And by the way, that's why you must not follow the crowd. Your own destiny is unique. A lot, of, a lot of us are in, are in problem because we, we thought we must go to university immediately after secondary, school. Who said so? Now, immediately after university, I must marry. Who said so? Nigeria is rough. I must go to Canada. Who said so? Did God tell you to go to Canada? Let me continue. So, he brought the puzzle say, said, see this puzzle, do it. And I just told him casually. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was saying then. I just told him casually, God will tell me the answer. So he laughed. He was not born again then. I was born again. But I was a new convert. I didn't even know all this since things I was teaching now, then. The next day he came, he saw the paper on the table. He said, ah, you've not done this puzzle. And I said it again. That God will tell me the answer to this puzzle. Puzzle. The third day, he came again. I was lying down on the bed. He said, you've still not done this puzzle. And I said it again, that God will tell me this answer. When he left, I was just lying down, doing nothing. Everyone was quiet. I just heard two, three, four in my spirit. And God said, that's the puzzle. I just jumped from the bed, grabbed the puzzle, and filled it out. Normally, that puzzle, the, whole, the idea of the puzzle, is you're supposed to be guessing the numbers, and you're supposed to do it many times and cancel many times. I filled it neatly without touching. God told me where to put the two, where to put the three, where to put the four. And I called him and said, this is the answer. Without any mistake. He was shocked. He said, how do you get it? I said, I told you before. That God will tell me that. See, from when God spoke to me about puzzle, that is of no importance. That's when I knew that then if I have more serious issues, God wants to guide me. He wants to guide me. So dear sister, you want to marry? Ask God. You see, you need to acknowledge Him for Him to speak. The reason why many of you don't hear, you don't, you don't really want to hear. In the course of this, this month, we'll share all the things that will help you. This, today is just intro. But you must want to. You must want to hear. Hallelujah. You must want to be guided. You have the capacity already. You must just want to be guided. Four things that can affect your hearing or being guided by God. Four things, quickly I will run through them. Number 1, laziness. You are just too lazy to spend time praying and listening to for God's direction. You're just too lazy. I see people all the time tell me, uh, ask them, "Do you read your Bible no?" "Do you spend time praying?" Say, "No. I don't like to read." But this same person will go to Instagram and read all the 2658 comments. You can read You are just too lazy to read the right thing. Laziness. You are just too lazy to spend time with God. Number two, disappointment and frustration can affect you. Many people are hearing what God didn't say because they are frustrated. Say, God is calling me to Canada. Ah, because of Nigeria problem. I'm not saying you should but Isaac wanted to leave to Egypt. Egypt was the America of their time. God told him, stay. Don't go anywhere. I will bless you here. Are you getting what I'm saying, somebody? Don't just uproot your family, uproot yourself. Ah, uh-uh. Look, some things might look, you see, this life, this is your only chance. You don't have another on one. Some things, eh, it might look good for food in the mouth, but on the long term of your destiny, some of you will get to heaven and find out you, 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 you're a colossal failure. Me were here. People were celebrating you. You were achieving what was not necessary. Because of just food. Somebody getting what I'm saying? Trust me, Nigeria is, can be frustrated. I live here with you. These trailers alone here is enough to relocate. <laughs> Anything can see, but the problem is that you are allowing the things around you give you direction. Sometimes God is saying, just stay. This thing will soon pass. In your office, they annoy you. You say, I'm leaving. Are you sure? Are you leaving because God said to leave? Or are you leaving because there's somebody annoying you? Somebody getting what I'm saying? Frustrations. Number three, a sinful lifestyle. A sinful lifestyle can affect you from hearing God. Because it has a way of dulling your spirit. God is always speaking. You know? It doesn't affect God speaking. It affects your ability to hear. The shape of your spirit. Because you are always in guilt. You are always in dealing with condemnation. Because every time you sin, something in you wants to run away from God. Even though God is ready to embrace you. God loves you. He wants to embrace you. But you see, because you, are, you know you are doing something bad... You are you are you are, you are not bold enough to come to his presence, and he's telling you to come, but you too you are afraid to come because sin always carries guilt and condemnation. Somebody gets what I'm saying? I don't mean uh, you made one mistake. I'm talking about you are living a lifestyle of sin. See, some of you 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 you, you, you say you go to America, you, you 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 now divorce your wife here, now marry for papers, now you, you are. You are doing things that will eventually make you sell your soul. So even after you have corrected everything, you are, there is something that has disconnected. You find it hard to flow again with God the way you used to. Because you have put your hand in too many nonsense. Hallelujah. Sinful lifestyle. Then the last one. Impatience. You can't wait. John wants to marry you. He has proposed or made his intentions known. You have prayed and you have not heard anything but you must give answer you can't wait so you just say yes hearing god can avert many heartbreaks my wife was and is the first person i dated as a christian first person you don't have to date 13 people before you find the one what are you doing why are you jumping up and down We'll talk about these things. Look, you must get to that stage where you don't move ahead until you hear God clearly about certain things. Let them, let them wait. Anybody that can't wait, that's the sign they are not for you. Let them be going. Tell them, no, no, no. I've not, I'm, I've, not, I've not heard God. I just want to stay. Patience. Sometimes God needs patience to speak to you. So, My wife was the first person I dated. I wrote jam only once in my life. Only once. God told me the school. To feel and the cost to feel once. Somebody gets what I'm saying. Only once. It just you, 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 you. See, do you know God can tell you the company to apply for? You can write application only once in your life. Hope you know. God is that two details. If you are ready, He can tell you. Don't write thirty application. This is the place you will write it to, and this is what you will write. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is so much. Even in the Old Testament. See Exodus 13 and I'll close here. Exodus 13, 21. Even in the Old Testament. They say he was so interested in leading them. Look at this. He said, um, give me NIV. Okay, I hope this is NIV. He said, by day, the Lord went ahead of them in what? A pillar of cloud. To guide them on their way. And by night in what? pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel by. This is it. he had told them go to Canaan, but that's just the vision. He needed to guide them daily to how to reach there. That's what I'm saying. Don't just say, God has told you do this thing. You need daily guidance on how to carry it out. Many marriages would not be in trouble if both of them can hear a word. You want to give your point of view, and God said don't say anything. She so let me talk. When I was a newlywed, I suffered that in my way. My wife were discussing something. She's not getting my point. If I've ever married before, sometimes your husband won't get your point or your wife won't get Has it happened to you before? They are not getting you. you you're not listening. And me, I'm a teacher of the Bible. So I would tell... Only go say, don't talk again. I'll say, no, I'm a teacher. Let me... If I explain, I can teach you. If I explain, the more I explain the more angry she's getting. Holy Ghost says, I told you not to talk. So the Holy Ghost will not just give you big instructions. Even your day-to-day instructions, He can bring you to success. Even to today, my wife, thank God she's not even in this, in this service. Hope she's not at the back. My wife thinks I'm a great husband. Me, I know I'm not a great husband in that sense. I have a great coach. I have a great coach. So there are times <laughs> I'll be somewhere, the Holy Ghost will say, order this thing for her. She will like it. So I will order it and bring it home, and she will really like it. And she'll be saying, Wow, it's so nice you thought of it. I'll say, Hmm. <laughs> Only me and Holy Ghost know that I am I'm, I'm I i could not have been that smart to think of it. Those early days, there are times she will cook for me and bring the food. Better soup with more everything, fish, stock fish, we fight inside. And as she cook the food. As I'm about to dig in, the Holy Ghost say, give her your fish. Out of your dry fish. I'll say, Holy Ghost. She's the one that cook the food. If she want to eat fish, she would have eaten it inside the, Holy Ghost say, give her your fish. So I'll just take the fish and put it in her mouth. She'll just say, I was just about to beg you for your fish. She will be happy. Me, I'll be saying, <laughs> "I'm not that smart. I'm not that smart." Hallelujah! All marriages can be that sweet if you are in touch with the leadings of the Holy Ghost. Because The Holy Ghost can tell you marry somebody. How to not make the person happy? You need the uh, small, small guidance every day. Do you know the Holy Ghost knows, knows about sex? We're doing sex, seven sex lives this evening. Don't miss it, though. Some people that says, how can we marry when we don't test drive the car? It's not all car they test drive. I'm a car enthusiast. If you know, if you know me well, I'm a car person. I when I travel, I'm an international car tester or car test driver. When I travel abroad, I go to all car shops and be testing their car. Bring the Lexus out, start it. I'm going around the corner. Enter Jaguar. I test all cars. There are some places I go. So I want to test this car. <laughs> they don't test this one. In fact, there's a sign on the car: "Do not touch." For the main test, car that is 2.5 million dollars. You want to test it? If you go outside now, car that what you go talk? <laughs> test, test, bow. 2.5. They've tested it. That's why it's this price. Somebody has tested it. Are you getting what I'm saying? I a lady, do you know the price that was paid on your salvation? Somebody want to now test you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please don't miss love that marriage this evening. Don't miss it this evening. Seven sex lives. You, you'll be blessed by it. Don't miss it this evening. I get what I'm saying, somebody. So that marriage can be sweet with the Holy Ghost. He will tell you what to do. What to cook. What to say. When to say it. You'll now look like a star. Even in your office. Divine guy. There are too many stories. I'll share these things as we go on. But i pray for you today that your spiritual ears will be open in the name of Jesus. Yes. You will go to your office this week and you will look like a star. Yes. Because all the things that have been giving them problems, you will bring solutions in the name of Jesus. Yes. You will go to your place of business. They say business is not moving. God will show you how it will move in the name of Jesus you are looking for who to marry, or you don't know if the person close to you is the person you should marry, I decree there will be clarity in the name of Jesus. You will know what to feel in that form. You will know where to apply for that job in the mighty name of Jesus. Before I pray the last prayer, Father, I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice. I decree that this week our steps will be ordered of the Lord. Nobody will walk into any crisis. Nobody will walk into any danger. I decree that this week, you walk into prosperity. You walk into open doors. That's your green pastures. God will guide you to lie down there in the name of Jesus. I decree that you will be a solution provider at the place that you walk. You will be a problem solver at the place that you walk. I decree that the strategies to expand your business. It will be released to you this week in the name of Jesus. Whatever is in your hand
0: will grow. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 80 777 144 or 80 777 144 Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristincentre.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.